1: Hey hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. Now, if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight in to today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account titled, my Mum 39 female, lied to me, 17 male, and my real dad, late thirties male, just showed up for the first time sorry if this is incoherent but my mind is racing right now my dad died when i was eight years old well the man i thought was my dad did my mum dated other men but she's never remarried or had a serious live-in boyfriend since so i've basically been without a dad since i was eight but earlier today this man came into my work i work at a movie theater in the concession stand by the way so this man came in and kept letting people go ahead of him in line until I was done helping the customer I was with. I didn't think anything at first but this guy was kinda nervous but trying to talk to me. He asked what I recommended to eat and asked what kind of movies I liked. He seemed friendly but shy and I was just being polite and making conversation like we're supposed to do with customers. Anyway, he paid and left and I didn't see him when his movie finished cause it was busy. Or maybe he didn't even watch a movie. I don't know. Anyway, I got off work a little bit ago, and when I got home, that same man was in my living room talking to my mum. And it kind of creeped me out, and my mum started panicking when I asked who he was. And she just kept saying, He's no one, he's leaving. But the man said he wasn't leaving until we talked and said she needs to tell me the truth. Well, you can guess from the title, he said he's my dad. I just felt this twist in my stomach my mum started rambling saying my dad that died was my real dad and how much he loved me and took care of me and that this doesn't change that the thing is something happened last year that made me question my mum about my dad and my medical history she said she didn't know anything about it but today i just yelled at her she could have told me then and there that he wasn't my biological father but she didn't i asked if this man was telling the truth and she started crying and nodding i guess i didn't notice at the theater because it was never something i would think of but looking at him it's pretty clear we are related since he looks so much like me or i guess i look like him is more accurate he tried to talk to me and swore he never knew i existed or he would have been in my life my mom didn't deny any of this i asked her if this man was dangerous or an abusive ex or something he was offended and she assured me it wasn't that at all She wanted to sit down and talk, but I just felt so nauseous and overwhelmed. So I just grabbed my keys and told my mum I was staying at my best friend Josh's house for the night. I came here and Josh was sympathetic and let me vent, but he fell asleep and I'm just here awake and my brain won't shut off. I feel so betrayed by my mum. How could she not tell me the truth? When I was little, I understand, but I'm old enough to know where I come from. It feels so unfair that she denied me a father for half my life. I love my dad that died and I still miss him, but I've wanted a father for so long. There's so much I've gone through where I feel like having a dad would have been much better and easier. I love my mum, and she's been incredible in raising me, but it's not the same as having a dad, especially when this guy is my actual dad and it seems he would have been there if he knew. I don't know what to say to him or to my mum. I know I have to go home eventually, but I just don't know what I'm supposed to say or do. He probably hates me and thinks I'm a crybaby because I cried and stormed out. I feel lost. And we do have an update to this one, a couple of updates actually, um, an update on, on why it all happened and the conclusion as well. But what I would say first thing is that your dad isn't gonna think you're a crybaby at all. This is a lot of information to take in all at once, like that you walk through the door and suddenly the guy you saw at the cinema and it hits you that he's your real dad is there, sat in the living room and you're questioning everything now. You're questioning your whole life because of this. I'm not sure what her reasoning could be for hiding this information. I mean, you asked a couple of questions there if he was emotionally abusive or just abusive in general, to which she said no. So I'm wondering what it could actually be. So as always, we're gonna cover a couple of those comments with replies from OP, then we'll move on to the update, then we'll move on to the final update afterwards. So we'll start off with AdditionalSaving72, who says, first of all, your emotions are valid. This is a lot and I'm not the one going through it. I think you should hear your mum out whenever you decide to go back home. She has to have some kind of explanation whether it was what was best for you at the time or not. At the same time, it's okay to be upset at her. You can't have that time back with your dad, but I hope that everything eventually will work out and you get the explanation and honesty you deserve. Take all the time you need, whether it's forgiving your mum or maybe having a relationship with your dad. But if he wants to be a part of your life, that is also on you if you want that. I'm sorry you were going through this. Opie replied saying, thank you. She's my mom and I still love her. I'll always love her i really want to believe she has a good reason for not telling me and i want a relationship with my dad or at least i want to have a real talk with him and see how it goes after traveler 8 says right now you and your biological dad are dealing with years of being lied to and you are both hurting i don't know why your mum hid the truth hopefully you'll find that out too you have a person out there who says that he didn't know you existed and would have been there for you all these years if he had known He's missed his child's first words, first step, school, all those things that dad's love to be a part of, and he's feeling guilty for something that's not his fault, that he wasn't there for you all these years. I hope you can get to know your bio dad and have a good relationship with him. You've been given a gift, a chance to find out more about your ancestry and to have a fuller family than you did before. Good luck and be in peace. Rofair28 says, Yikes, my first instinct is that your mum must have had her reasons for not telling you but you said you asked if he was dangerous or abusive and she said no, so I don't know what else could be a good reason to tell you about him or him about you. Kudos on that, by the way. Most kids your age wouldn't have had the foresight to guess it might've been an abusive relationship. I think the only thing that will really help you is having an honest conversation with her. Take tonight to be sad and angry and tomorrow go back home and hear what she has to say. The truth is that no one can give you the answers you seek but her. If I were you, I'd ask her for her side of the story and then reach out to your father. She should have his info or at least his name for you to search for him and see what his side is. They might each embellish or keep out some of the details, but there should be some overlap there for you to find out the basic story. OP replies to that saying, my mom has never been the type of person to be manipulative or secretive and I've lurked this sub long enough to know some people really have shitty abusive parents. So my first thought was maybe he's a bad guy. I would never have left her there alone with him, which is why I asked her. I know I have to talk to her. I want to believe that she has to have a good reason. I just don't know what that reason could be. And I'm even more scared to talk to him. What do I even say to him? Do I apologize for being rude and leaving when he tried to talk to me? I just have so many questions for both of them. And one more from Meliodas Dregniel who says... I'm just guessing at the scenario here, but if your mum was young when she had you, maybe she didn't tell your bio dad as not to affect his future. Then when your dad died and you were eight, at that point, did she just want to spring on him that he has a son out here? Is he married? Did she want to affect his life in that way? I understand the feelings of betrayal, but once you have some processing time, you can have a real conversation and she can explain it all to you. It sounds like you have a good relationship, so I hope she can. In the meantime, this is an opportunity to get to know your father, and perhaps the timing is perfect that he's coming into your life now and not before, if you believe in fate. You could be coming up on times that require a father more than ever, since you're a young man transitioning into adulthood. Just take it one day at a time. And now we're gonna move on to that first update to see what happens there. I think I did this right. My first post is here, sorry for the length. I just wanted to answer all the questions I got in the first post. Also, I tried to post this yesterday, but it wouldn't let me because it hasn't been 48 hours yet. I know I didn't reply to any comments. After the first few hours that my original post was up, I woke up the next morning and saw a bunch of new comments. Though I didn't reply. I did read all of them. Good and bad. I appreciate all the advice given and kind words spoken, but like many people suggested, the only thing I could really do was talk to both of them to figure out what the real story was. So, I went home and talked to my mum. I was much calmer with a clearer head and was ready to hear what she had to say. I probably learned more than anyone should ever have to about their own conception. Turns out my father really isn't an abusive ex. My mum didn't cheat on my adopted dad or anything shady like that. I'm just the product of a one night stand. My mum said she went out drinking by herself at a bar and met my dad, who was celebrating his 25th birthday alone she said she had just been dumped by her fiance not my adoptive dad different man a week before that because she had learned from her doctor that it was virtually impossible for her to have children naturally she said her and my dad used a condom and yet somehow she still got pregnant with me and i'm her miracle baby considering the circumstances she went back to the hotel that he took her to after she found out she was pregnant but they couldn't find out any info on my dad ever staying there he didn't give her his actual first name. Explained in more detail later in the post, she said this was before social media was a thing, so she couldn't just search him online like we can do nowadays. So she decided she would just raise me on her own. She also admitted she panicked when my bio dad showed up because to her he was literally just a guy she knew for one night 17 years ago. She didn't really know who he was now or if he was going to try and get custody of me or if i was going to want to run away with him or something she admits she could have been calmer from the beginning and maybe we would have talked and sorted it out that night but i don't blame her for it as for my adopted dad the man that raised me she said she didn't meet him until i was almost two they got married when i was three he officially adopted me after they got married she showed me the adoption certificate Reflecting on it now, I realize I've never seen pictures of he and I when I was a baby, just pictures of me as a toddler and up. She said he accepted me as his own and loved me and being a father to me. I told her my bio dad showing up doesn't rewrite history. I'll never not see my adoptive dad as my father. If anything, it makes me love him even more that he treated and loved me as his own flesh and blood. I also ended up talking to my dad. He left his number, which my mum gave to me. We met up for lunch he confirmed my mum's whole story i gave him shit about using a fake name it wasn't so cut and dry he said he goes by his middle name which is what he told her that night he showed me his business card which does have the name he told my mum that night and i've since looked him up using a name he gave my mum which nowadays he's very easy to find with it and his entire online presence uses his middle name He has comments on his Facebook from friends and family calling him that name going back years. Apparently, he only goes by his actual first name for legal and business reasons, like checking into a hotel. He said that night he was depressed that his best friend didn't live to celebrate their 25th birthday together. They had the same birthday, and that's why he drove to our town to get away from everyone and everything back home for a night. He apologized a million times and said he would have been in my life if he had known especially because I inherited a medical condition from him and it really sucked dealing with that and having to learn to adjust to it alone. He was diagnosed with it when he was 19, so he knew what I went through. I could tell he genuinely felt awful about it. I asked him how he even found out about me and apparently he has a son who is only five months younger than me. So his ex wife son's mum, is a teacher and she saw a picture that my school's website posted of the academic team I'm on. She had sent it to my dad thinking I might be related to him because we look alike. He said he has a brother he hasn't spoken to in over 20 years, so they both initially thought I could be his nephew. But he found my Instagram, which is public, and he said when he saw the picture of me and my mum on it, he instantly recognized her and he knew I was his. And I know people will ask, but no, he did not cheat on his ex-wife with my mum. He didn't meet her until a couple of months after the night with my mum. He even admitted they only got married because she got pregnant early in the relationship and they're divorced now because they're not actually compatible. He offered proof to even call her himself right there to confirm, but I told him it wasn't necessary. He'd visited my mum earlier the day that he visited me at work and confirmed with her, even though he already knew between my face and the math lining up. But he said he went to the theater anyway because even though he had seen pictures of me, he said he had to see me for himself in person. He said we still need to do a DNA test to establish paternity and so he can add me on his insurance. But between our faces, my birth date and us having the same rare medical condition it's obvious he's my dad. Even the waitress made a nonchalant comment about us being father and son. He asked if we could start having visits to get to know each other and of course I said yes. I want to know him even though I still feel some anger at him and I don't really even know why exactly to be honest. I want to have him in my life. My mum said I can't go to his house for Christmas or even at all. He lives an hour away until she feels comfortable with me leaving to visit him. But she said he can come visit on Christmas night and we'd go from there. At the end of lunch, I brought out my debit card to pay my half of the meal. I didn't really know what the etiquette is for first lunch with a bio parent as a teenager. He just laughed and said, I'm his son and I don't ever have to pay for anything when I'm with him. I don't know why, but that made me feel really good and then he made a joke about owing my mum 17 years of child support anyway, which really just eased the whole situation. He walked with me to my car and gave me a hug, which made me start crying. I know it's cringy, and I was embarrassed that I was crying in the middle of a diner parking lot, but I just felt an instant connection to him when he hugged me, even though he's still basically a stranger to me. He said some stuff to me while he was hugging me and just let me cry for a couple of minutes. It's still early, I know, but I can tell he's a good man regardless of who he was when he met my mum and whatever happened that night. I mean, he sought me out after learning about me, so that has to count for something, right? He could have pretended he never saw my Instagram or even after talking to my mum and her sending him away, or after meeting me at the movie theater, or after I stormed out when he came to talk to me that same night. He had so many chances to walk away, but he didn't give up. That shows me that he really does want to have a relationship with me. Anyway. Now my issue is scrambling to find him a last minute Christmas present. I have no idea what to get him. He's a lawyer, so from what I could tell from Googling him and the address he gave me, he's rich. He probably has everything he already wants. If anyone has any ideas what a man in his early 40s would want or be able to make use of as a Christmas gift, I'd love some suggestions. First thought on that Christmas gift suggestion would be like a photo album or something like that, or a photo of yourself when you was younger, something like that, Something which might sound a bit hurtful at first, you know, receiving a gift that time he's missed out on, but they are precious memories and I'm sure he would like to see them as well. I might be wrong in that one though, I'm not sure. But now we're gonna move straight on to that final update. Hi everyone. I wasn't really planning on posting another update, but people have asked and messaged me wanting to know what happened on Christmas i try to keep this one briefer than my last post. In short, it was the best Christmas I've had in years, and I just want to thank this sub for the advice on the photo album gift. It was honestly the perfect gift. So my dad ended up FaceTiming me on Christmas morning while he was at his parents' house. He had told them about me the night before, and they didn't want to wait to meet me, so we video chatted for a little bit. They seemed like really nice people. They just kept complimenting me, my academic achievements, and saying how I looked so much like my dad when he was my age. They want to meet me soon, but they live a few hours away, so it will take some time to set something up. I also very briefly talked to my half-brother on the same call. Our dad kind of put us on the spot." I think he was just excited for us to meet we said hi and i said merry christmas and he said it back and then he told our dad i don't know what else you want me to say before walking away so yeah not the introduction i was imagining but he and i are set to meet in person on new year's eve so i'm hoping that meeting goes a lot better my dad showed up alone on christmas night half-brother was at his mum's house for christmas and, and brought two huge boxes of christmas gifts He bought me a ton of clothes and shoes, practically a new wardrobe, and I can actually see myself wearing most of the stuff he bought. He also got me an iPad Pro and a gaming PC. He said he wanted to get me a PS5, but they're notoriously hard to get, so he's gonna keep an eye and grab me one as soon as he can. Honestly, I'm surprised he was able to get me as much as he did, considering we made the plan the week before Christmas. He also bought my mum a few things, which I think really surprised her, but she was very grateful. I actually felt really bad that I only got him one gift in comparison, but thankfully he really liked it. I thought he didn't at first because he started crying looking at all the pictures of me and started apologizing again, saying he was sorry he was never there. But he did say he loved it and it was a very thoughtful gift. He especially loved that I made a page for our first Christmas photo and that I asked if we could fill out the rest of the album together. Also, I did include one page of pictures of me and my adoptive dad i didn't want the album to be full of pictures of my adoptive dad so as to seem insensitive but i also wanted my bio dad to know he was an important part of my life after that we just spent the night talking setting up my new pc and watching it's a wonderful life my favorite christmas movie before i told him it was my favorite movie he said it was in his top three christmas movies but now it's his favorite too because we watched it together It got really late, so my mum let him stay in the guest room so he didn't have to drive back home. He lives an hour away, in the dark and rainy weather. He treated us to breakfast the next morning and invited us to stay at his house for New Year's Eve, which, surprisingly, my mum said we can go. One final note. A few comments told me that my adoptive dad was and always will be my dad too, and I agree 100%. A couple of days ago, I went to the cemetery to visit his grave and talk to him. This is the first time I've ever gone there alone. Truthfully, I don't know if I really believe in heaven or the afterlife, but on the off chance that he is out there somewhere watching over us, so I wanted him to know that no matter how close I may get with my bio dad, he will never replace my adoptive dad in my heart. Oh dear, onions. So that's about it. I'm meeting my half brother in person in a couple of days and hopefully my paternal grandparents soon after. Also, we're getting the paternity desk done on Monday, but that is really just a formality mostly for insurance purposes at this point thank you again for all the advice on both my previous posts hope you all had a great christmas and have a happy new year then we got to the end of this post and i thought that was the end of it and i spotted in the comments he said because of the updates that he couldn't post any more on that subreddit so he's been posting it on his his own profile and there's some other additional information as well I wasn't sure whether to read it here or not, or on another post, because it's almost like a, a separate story that spiders off, really, about the relationship with the brother, etc. So I'll read it, and you can finish the story here if you want to, or if you would like the additional information, hang on.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: JD Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's get involved. And this part is called My half brother hates me. Just wanna preface this by saying that the majority of this was written on New Year's Day, so sorry if I come off as a jerk. I was just really upset that day. I didn't post it until now because I went back and forth on whether or not it would even matter. I didn't post it on the advice subreddit because I just don't see the point in asking for advice considering how the night went. I don't know if anyone will even see this. I was told to post this on my own profile and I think I've done it correctly. With that being said, New Year's Eve sucked. I thought I was prepared to meet my half brother. A lot of people told me to go in with low expectations, be patient, don't expect him to warm up to me right away. And I was already for that. I was ready for him to maybe be too shy to talk, or be uninterested and avoid me, or just be on his guard and keep the interaction to a minimum. I was ready for so many unfortunate but understandable scenarios. What I was not ready for was for him to hate me before I even walked through the door. Me. My mum and my best friend Josh, 17 male, got to their house at around eight at night. My dad was happy to see us. Then he introduced us to my half-brother, Ryan, 16 male. The first thing Ryan said to me was, you're shorter in person, which I don't even know if he'd seen very many pictures of me, but I'm 5'11", so I'm not exactly short, and he and I were about eye level, so it was kind of a weird thing to say. But I work in a customer service, so I'm used to letting snide comments roll off my back. I just laughed it off and made a comment about how I'm hoping to gain a few more inches of height before I stop growing. Dad gave us the house tour and his house is insane. I knew he was well off and I'm not sure if this is considered a rich house by most people's standards, but he has five bedrooms and three bathrooms. There's a whole office that looks like a mini library and Ryan has a huge game room. It blew my mind. He even offered me my choice of the three guest bedrooms to be my own room for when I visit ryan rolled his eyes and let out a not at all subtle huff me and josh gave each other a what the fuck look because it was honestly unnecessary the night went on and we were all talking in the living room ryan just sat on the armchair looking pissed off the whole time our dad was trying to get a conversation going between ryan and i with multiple different topics and i was trying to engage in a conversation with ryan but he limited most of his answers to yes no and i don't know he was nicer to my mum, though still not enthused. When she asked him things, which I at least appreciate that because if he would have been rude to her, I know I wouldn't have been able to hold myself back from saying something. At one point, my dad told Ryan to help Josh bring over a few food platters from the kitchen. My mum took the opportunity to ask my dad if he had even asked Ryan how he felt about us coming over. My dad said he did ask Ryan twice, and both times Ryan said it was fine. He was clearly embarrassed about how ryan was acting but he said it's probably just weird for him and he'll talk to him and that ryan just needs more time i asked ryan if we could play some games in his game room because it literally is a cool looking room he made an excuse about not wanting to mess up his save files on his games i was just thinking you can obviously make separate save files and delete them afterwards but again for whatever reason i just made an excuse for him saying i understood but our dad told him to show us the room, so we went to the game room while my mum and dad hang out in the living room, which is adjacent. Ryan booted up one of his games and was playing single player. He didn't offer to let us join at this point and in the night, Josh and I didn't even bother asking because it was obvious he would make an excuse to not let us play. I did ask him what game he was playing and what it was about because it did look like a fun game. He told me it's hard to explain and it would probably be easier to just Google it. Josh just let out this stifled laughter, which just made me laugh too because it was honestly ridiculous. Ryan was being rude at every opportunity without fail. I knew that probably makes us sound like assholes, but at this point in the night, all we could do was laugh because it was a situation that just kept getting more and more bizarre. I think we were both just sitting there wondering if this guy was serious. He asked what was so funny and I just lied and said we remembered something funny that happened at school a few weeks ago. Thankfully, he didn't ask for specifics. Although I'm pretty sure if he did believe me, he didn't care enough to ask anything about my life. Josh and I went back to the living room and I asked my dad if it was cool if we checked out my room again. He said, of course, but asked about Ryan. I had to awkwardly tell him I think we needed a little bit of space at the moment, which he understood. So Josh and I went to the room and just hung out there ourselves until about 11.30 when my mum and dad called all of us to the living room. They must have strategized while we were all away because they sat us down and tried to get us to talk and address the situation. Ryan just kind of shut down and wouldn't really answer anything. He just looked annoyed. Our dad asked him if there was anything we could do to make things more comfortable for him and Ryan. Just straight up said us, me, my mum, and Josh, leaving would help. Our dad said that obviously that wasn't going to happen considering how late it was and the entire point was to celebrate New Year's together. So Ryan said fine, if he wouldn't leave then he would and he walked out the front door. It was about 10 minutes to midnight at that point, so our dad follows him out to stop him and they got into a huge argument on the front porch. It was so incredibly awkward, I can't even begin to properly describe it. My mum was frantically looking for the TV remote to turn the volume up to drown out the sound. I couldn't hear everything they were saying but I heard bits and pieces. My dad was upset, saying he had asked Ryan if it was okay if we came over, and he said it was fine twice. Ryan shouted that he changed his mind. Dad said that's okay, but we were already here, and the least he can do is be cordial and try to make the best of it. At one point, Ryan shouted that we're not family, and I'm not his brother, which I admit, that really stung. It's weird because I had already decided hours before that I didn't like him, but for some reason, it still hurt hearing him say that. Ryan said we haven't even taken the test yet, which is fair. We haven't yet, but his plan for Monday. And dad was already just inviting me to their holiday celebrations. I think Ryan is the only one who thinks, or maybe just hopes, that the test is gonna be negative. My mum finally got the TV on full blast. The three of us kind of awkwardly counted down the last five seconds and quietly wished each other Happy New Year. I was trying to keep it together, but it all kind of sunk in that the idea of what the night would be just fell apart. The whole reason we were there was to ring in the new year with my dad and half-brother. But neither of them were even there. I wish I'd have just stayed home. About five minutes after midnight, Ryan came back inside. Didn't say a word. He just quickly walked upstairs to his room. My dad came up to us and apologized profusely and said he thinks Ryan needs more time to come around. He did hug me for the longest time apologizing again. I wanted to tell him that I hated Ryan. I wanted to say that he was rude and immature that we are two very different people because I would never in a million years be as disrespectful as he would to us as a guest in my mother's home. But I just felt so bad for my dad who must've been in such a difficult position. It was like when he was hugging me to comfort me, he needed support too. So instead, I just said that I understood. He said he was grateful to me for being so patient, but the truth is I was angry. I wanted to go home, but thankfully everyone was pretty tired and we called it a night. The next morning, my dad made us all breakfast. Ryan was up in his room the whole time. My dad went to check on him, but came down saying he was still asleep. I don't know if that's actually true or not. I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan was just refusing to come down and have breakfast with us. So breakfast was actually great. We all avoided talking about the night before and just had a nice conversation. Josh and my dad got along really well, which was awesome because Josh is my chosen brother. We've been through a lot together. After breakfast, we left. Ryan never came down from his room and the truth is I was completely fine with that. My dad apologized again. He apologizes a lot and said he'd see me on Monday after school to finally take the paternity test. On the ride back home, my mum kind of broke the silence saying, Caleb, me, I'm not sure about what the results of that test will be anymore because your brother's kind of an asshole. And me and Josh just started dying of laughter it was even funnier because the whole ride over there she kept drilling into my head to be nice and not expecting to like me right away and josh was saying he was so surprised i didn't punch him in the face at some point i know that probably makes us seem awful but it felt so good to have people that love me and have my back and agree that it wasn't just me being crazy or oversensitive ryan took it up to 100 and stayed there the whole night i didn't even realize it until then but it was like the whole time we were there i was holding my breath and on the ride back i felt like i could finally breathe i thought that was the end of it but i got a text message from ryan later that day i'll just post it here since it's short the text message says hey it's ryan my dad gave me your number sorry if i was weird last night i just don't really get along with strangers to which op replied saying it's all good man i know it's really weird situation all around Sorry if having my mum and Josh there made it harder to talk. Maybe you and I can hang out one-on-one sometime. I hear they have a nice bowling alley and mini golf in your city. Or I can get us into the movies for free if you don't mind coming to my area. Just let me know if you're down. I'm usually at school late for activities during weekdays and I work nights on weekends, but I can skip an extracurricular or most likely switch work shifts to hang out for whatever time you are free. Then the post goes on to say he never replied. Maybe I took too long to reply. Josh and I were playing basketball at the time, so I didn't have my phone on me. Or maybe he didn't like that I wrote too much back. I tend to write a lot if that wasn't obvious by now. (laughs) Either way, it doesn't seem like Ryan cares to hang out with me. So yeah, not at all what I was expecting. I debated even posting this because so many people seemed happy about my last couple of posts. I thought maybe it would be better for people to think we met and everything was perfect, but that's not reality. I really wanted it to work. I don't even know where to go from here. After school today, I drove to the city and met up with my dad to take the DNA test. It's done. Up until now, I've been 100% confident on what the results will be, but now I'm second guessing everything. Like, what if I'm not actually his kid? What if I just wasted his time and his money the last few weeks? My mom says there is no possible way he's not my dad because he was the only guy she was with during the time she got pregnant with me. And I believe her, but I still feel this uneasiness in my stomach, I dunno, maybe I'm just overthinking it. He paid extra for the rapid results, so we'll know for sure within two days. Maybe it doesn't even matter at this point. Ryan seems determined to not let me be a part of their family. I'm sorry this wasn't a happy update, I really wanted it to be. So I hear you folks, you're probably all wondering now, is that his real dad in the end? So we have another post which says, it's official, he's my dad. My dad FaceTimed me from his car yesterday afternoon. He said he'd just gotten off work and he got the DNA results. My stomach was in knots because I couldn't really get a read on his face, but then he just smiled and said, you're mine, kiddo. I just felt this huge wave of happiness and relief wash over me. I was so sure he was my dad until after we took the test and doubt and fear started creeping in. But now it's been officially confirmed with a blood test and I'm so freaking happy. I have a dad again after he told me he actually showed up at the front door he wasn't really at work when he facetimed me he'd gotten the results a few hours before and he wanted to celebrate in person so when he called me he'd actually just been sitting outside my house in his car him and my mum planned the whole thing out he bought a cake and a little balloon that said it's a boy on it which was pretty hilarious i was on cloud nine all night we called my grandparents to tell them and they were really happy for us too my dad and I decided we're gonna go visit them next weekend since I have a three-day weekend. Kinda nervous about that especially because I'll be so far away from home, but they seem really great and just as excited as I am to meet, so I'm hoping for the best. Sorry if I seem bipolar with my posts. it's just been a roller coaster with ups and downs. But for right now, I'm beyond ecstatic. I can't stop looking at the picture of the results. The Weekend Trip Part One. I split this post into two because it was just too much writing, I really need to work on condensing things, I know. I'll probably post the second half tomorrow, but in short, the trip didn't turn out as well as I'd hoped, but my grandparents are amazing, lovely people. I finally got to meet my grandparents this past weekend. We had the plan set that my dad and I would leave on Saturday morning and come back Monday afternoon. Unfortunately, my dad had a work crisis come up and he called me on Friday afternoon to tell me he wouldn't be able to go. I was so bummed and I know he felt really guilty. But at the same time i really wanted to meet my grandparents and i already scheduled the days off at work so i kind of had my weekend plan going around i consider myself an independent person so i didn't mind going by myself even though i obviously preferred my dad to be there my mum, on the other hand felt differently she didn't want me to drive that far away on my own it's about three hours away so we compromised and she said if josh goes with me i can go and as soon as josh heard they live right by a lake he was in lol i called my grandparents and they said they would love if i still came and that josh was more than welcome to come along so he and i drove over on saturday and when we got there i was nervous as hell we knocked and when they came to the door i instantly recognized them from our facetime call on christmas but for some reason my brain shut down for a second and i stupidly asked if they were their first names and they both laughed and my grandpa said don't you dare call us by our first names you call us by grandpa and grandma And my grandma chimed in saying, Josh better call them the same because they didn't have enough grandkids and now they have two more. I loved them right then and there. It was such a breath of fresh air. After meeting with Ryan, we went inside and set our bags down and had lunch. My grandma made sandwiches and we all just talked about our lives for a couple of hours. My favorite part was hearing about their lives, how they met, what their parents were like. It's like the whole other side of my family tree just opened and I'm learning so much about where I come from. I could have listened to their stories all day, to be honest. They showed me a bunch of pictures of my dad as well. To be honest, I thought they were just being kind and trying to make me feel welcomed when they kept telling me how much I looked like him in his youth. But then I saw the pictures of him as a teenager and understood what they meant. It literally looked like it could be pictures of me if I was wearing 90s clothes and had a bad haircut. Me and Josh were both shocked at how strong the resemblance is. Later in the day, my grandma wanted to make pie for dessert. She said she loves to bake and we were celebrating, so she offered to teach us a family recipe for cherry pie. As we're finishing up with the pie, we were surprised to see my dad show up. He said the work issue got resolved a lot easier than he thought it would, so he headed straight over there. I was thrilled until I saw Ryan walk through the door shortly after him. I was confused because my dad said that was his mum's weekend." I discreetly asked about it while Ryan was saying hi to our grandparents and he just said it didn't work out, whatever that means. I didn't post about it, but I did go over to my dad's house for dinner last week. It was nowhere near as bad as New Year's Eve, but Ryan still didn't really talk to me. There was one moment where I thought he and I had something to connect on, but he shut it down pretty quickly. So when I saw Ryan walk through the door, I was a bit concerned because he just doesn't like me and he makes it pretty obvious. Despite that, the first hour and a half were fine. Ryan did say hi to me. Well, to be more accurate, he said, sup, pretty boy, which was kind of annoying because that seems to be the name he's decided for me. I don't understand it or like it. I mean, yeah, I like to dress nice and take care of myself, but I'm not wearing makeup or spending hours in front of a mirror, but I just let it go and said hi. Josh and Ryan greeted each other, all was good. Ryan was just talking to our grandparents and my dad. He didn't talk to me or Josh other than saying hi, but that was fine. But then my grandma's timer went off for the pie, so I followed her to the kitchen offered to take the pie out. Ryan followed us and made a comment about how I'm trying to come off as Mr. Nice Guy. It didn't even make sense. The oven is low to the ground and she's an older woman, so why wouldn't I offer to get it for her so she didn't have to bend down? To me, that's just common courtesy i wasn't trying to put on an act i would do the same thing for my maternal grandma but i just asked him to please not start with that because i just came to have a good weekend he started to argue but our grandma told him to knock it off and not start a fight in her house he said sorry to her and walked out the kitchen oh man i wanted to hug her and kiss her on the cheek i thought finally there is an adult who sees how he acts calls him out on it and shuts him down instead of babying him Granted, she did ask me to be patient because this is probably really hard for him to come to terms with, that he's not the only child or grandson anymore. I told her I'm completely fine with giving Ryan time and space. I just hate that he acts so unnecessarily rude. We were all having a good time, so why does he have to try and start drama just because I offered to take pie out the oven, you know? Anyway, so the rest of the night, Ryan kind of shut down and was mostly quiet. My dad did pull him aside and talk to him at one point. I don't know what was said, but Ryan was more talkative to our grandparents after that. More specifically, he started recounting the greatest hits of his relationship with our grandparents. I think he was doing it on purpose, but maybe I'm just pessimistic. Either way, I ignored it and we had a really great night. The pie was absolutely delicious, by the way. There was a minor issue when it came time to assign sleeping arrangements. They only have two extra rooms in the house, so originally it was gonna be me and my dad each having our own room but we went from two to four with Josh and Ryan added in. So my grandma suggested my dad take one room and me, Josh, Ryan take the other. And I was just thinking there is no way I'm staying in a room with Ryan overnight. I don't think either one of us would be comfortable with that. Josh and I told them we were fine sleeping on the couches in the living room so Ryan and my dad could have the rooms, but none of the adults were having it. So finally, Ryan suggested he and our dad share a room and Josh and I take the other, which I thought was a good compromise. And to be honest, I thought it was really cool of Ryan to willingly give up the room. Josh and I were talking that night and we agreed hopefully that was a sign things were looking up with him. We were wrong. And what a cliffhanger to drop that one on. But we do have the weekend trip part two, which we're gonna jump straight into now. So weekend trip part two. I just wanted to add a few quick notes on my last post. A few people messaged me about Ryan's pretty boy comment. I truly don't think he meant it in any sort of creepy or homophobic way. Josh and I are just best friends, more like brothers. Not that there would be anything wrong with us if we were gay, but we're not. I think Ryan calls me that as a way to emasculate me. And when I said I try to take care of myself, I just meant I try to keep my skin clear and have my hair neat so it doesn't look sloppy. I don't think that makes me a pretty boy, but apparently Ryan does. I know a handful of people said that I shouldn't have brought Josh to New Year's Eve as it might've been too much for Ryan to handle. I explained that Josh was always gonna be with me and my mum that night regardless of where we celebrated. So I just wanted to give a reminder that Josh was only with me this past weekend because I was going to be alone at first. Even if I wasn't, Ryan was never supposed to be there. I'm still not sure what happened with his mum that caused him to join the trip last minute, but but please keep that in mind as you read this post. So the next day we got up and went down to the lake. My grandpa showed us this little area nearby that has like an obstacle course kind of thing. I don't really know how to explain it. It's kind of what I would expect they use to train people in the military. It has balance beams, monkey bars, a tire section, you have to hop through, etc. But anyway, he suggested that me, Ryan and Josh run the course me and josh were down but ryan said no he's done it a million times already we still tried to get him to do it with us josh even asked ryan if he could walk us through it it's honestly pretty self-explanatory but we were trying to just get ryan to join us but he insisted on not doing it josh and i usually have friendly competitions with everything so we made a friendly wager to see who could finish the course faster so during it, we were taunting each other. Like when I was ahead, I would turn around and give him shit and, and then stop at the top of the climbing wall. And he started doing a weird dance. It was hilarious to us. But of course, when we were done, Ryan made a comment asking what's the point of doing it if we weren't gonna take it seriously. Josh told him we're not training for the Olympics. We were just having fun. We went down to the lake, which was an incredible sight. The view there is amazing. So we got in to swim. And as a swing, we kept jumping into the water from. It was a blast josh and i both tried to get ryan to join us several times but he refused when we asked he refused when my grandpa and dad encouraged him he just wanted to do his own thing after a while my grandma called us back to the house because she made lunch she went so we went and ate everything was fine at lunch Afterwards, we were all standing outside on the front porch, and my grandma started asking about sports, which I only play basketball, but Josh is an all-around athlete, so he and my grandpa started talking about all the sports he plays, and apparently that pissed Ryan off because he made another rude comment asking if athlete was Josh's only personality trait. Josh told him to chill and stop trying to start problems all the time, and then Ryan shouted back asking why Josh kept calling him grandpa again. Our grandparents insisted on Josh calling them grandma and grandpa as soon as we got there. And then Ryan doubled down by asking why Josh was even there because he's not family. And he asked, why don't you go and hang out with your own grandpa? I felt the whole world stop at that moment. Josh's paternal grandfather died last year and Josh took it very, very hard. He loved his grandpa more than anyone. He was closer to his grandpa than his actual dad. To be fair to Ryan, he did not know. There's no way he could have known, so I know he didn't purposely say it to be cruel or hurtful. But in that moment, it didn't matter to Josh. He lunged at him, and I had to hold him back, trying my hardest to get through to him that Ryan doesn't know what he said. I was practically begging him to take a walk with me to the lake, and everyone else is just standing there looking confused and probably a bit scared because Josh looked like he wanted to murder Ryan. Josh is a guy's guy. He's friends with everyone, not a mean bone in his body. Never starts fights with anyone but when Ryan said that, I saw a completely different side of him. He was furious. I've seen him mad before, but never like that. I know it hurt me when Ryan said what he said because I cared about Josh's grandpa too, but I can't even imagine what it felt like for Josh. They took Ryan into the house and I managed to convince Josh to take a walk down to the lake with me. My dad asked what happened and I told him, just give us a few minutes and to keep Ryan inside. Josh ended up punching a tree on the way to the lake. I want to reiterate that he's not a violent or angry person because I know that sounds bad. Ryan just hit the one nerve that caused him to completely lose his cool. I was actually grateful that he hit a tree instead of Ryan. And I know he only walked away as a favor to me because he was livid. We got to the lake and sat down at a bench and Josh just broke down. I hated seeing him like that. He's the nicest guy in the world. He doesn't deserve that kind of pain. He said Ryan just runs his mouth and says whatever he wants and nobody ever gives a shit about it. I can't exactly blame him. I'm frustrated about the way Ryan acts too. So we decided it was time to go back home. There was no way we were surviving another 24 hours there. My dad and grandpa eventually came to sit with us and we explained why Josh got so angry. He apologized to both of them, but thankfully they completely understood. They did try to convince us to stay, but I was pretty adamant that it was time to go. I wasn't gonna let Josh have to sit through another day there and I certainly wasn't gonna let him drive back home alone. We took his car there. So we went back to the house. I went in and quickly grabbed all of our stuff while Josh waited outside with my dad. My grandma was really upset that we were leaving and I felt really bad that this was her first impression of me. I apologized and essentially begged her to not think that this is who me and Josh are. We are good kids. We don't fly off the handle and start shit all the time. It was just a really horrible set of circumstances. I guess at some point while I was packing, someone must have told Ryan what happened because on my way out, he stopped me and said he was sorry, but obviously he didn't know about Josh's grandpa or he would have never have said that. Which I do believe because he did look genuinely uncomfortable talking to me about it. He said his grandma said he has to apologize to Josh before we left and I said I would tell Josh on his behalf, but there's no way Josh wanted to see him right now. I did want to lay into him at that moment about him just being a jackass all the time, but I'm not one to kick someone when they are down, and his face did look like he felt like crap already. My dad was already upset about the whole thing, and I just told him that I love him and I want to be part of his family, but if he wants me in his life, he needs Ryan to get under control because his smart mouth has gotten old very fast. He said he understood and to not worry about it because he was going to figure it out. I did apologize later because I know I shouldn't have talked to him like that, but I was just mad at the whole thing at that point. Josh and I left about halfway through the ride back home. He was back to normal, but when we got back to my house, my mum was pissed off when she found out what happened. Josh is like a second son to her, so she was pretty angry about the whole thing. In hindsight, we should have just went back to Josh's house and stayed there for the day, or just said one of us was feeling sick or something and that's why we left early. I don't know. Thankfully, I convinced her to not call my dad at the time. She did call him the next day when she had calmed down. My dad called me a short while after and asked if I'd be willing to go to a group therapy session with him and Ryan. Honestly, I think it sounds pointless, but if there's a chance to get Ryan and I to at least be courteous to each other, I'll take it. My dad said he had a few therapists in mind and he's going to see if one of them can get us an appointment next week. Last thing, I'm definitely more of a logical and factual person over an emotional one, so I try to write without bias, even though Ryan frustrates the hell out of me. I hope it doesn't come off as me painting him as the devil because I do see some semblance of a good person in him. When he talks to our dad and grandparents, he seems like such a normal guy. It's only when it comes to me and Josh at the end of our trip that he actually gets really mean and belittling. I don't know what the issue is, but I really wish I could meet the guy he is to everyone else. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time. Everything you do is absolutely amazing. Never forget the difference you make to a channel like mine. It really does make a difference. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.